This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Portions of this program are pre-recorded. This is the Joe Pag Show. To talk to Joe, call 888-941-PAGS. And now, it's Joe Pags. Great to have you. Thanks a lot for stopping by. There's a ton going on. We've got a lot of big interviews for you today. Going to really break down what's happening with the gas prices and why we're all suffering with former Energy, energy Secretary and former Governor of the great state of Texas, Rick Perry. Make sure you stick around for that next hour. Also, Senator Ron Johnson on Ukraine, Russia, what we should have done, gas prices, the attacks that he constantly takes from the media. We've got a big, big program coming your way today. AOC said something stupid. Uh, the Biden administration keeps on lying about oil and gas prices. And uh, the very latest out of uh, out of Washington, out of Ukraine, out of Russia. Carrie, it's going to be a busy day. Mm, absolutely. Going to be a busy day on a Tuesday. Mm. Let's go. Going to be a busy day. That is the chocolatey voice. How you doing, Carrie? You good? I'm just fine. Polo, make it happen. Sam along for the ride. La da 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 dee 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 dee. Uh huh da da do do do. I mean, that sounds like a busy show. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely, yes. Have you seen Governor Perry on any of these shows lately? No, I have not. Making the round. I mean, he was so busy today. I'm like texting. I'm like, can we, can we just squeeze something in? Mm-hmm. I think that he had... I was told three or four interviews right before me that he's waiting to do another interview after me. And, uh, you know, trying to get her done. Trying to get her done. He tells the truth about those 9,000 leases Saki keeps talking about. And also, do you see that they're using TikTok influencers now? Yes, I did see that. Come on, dude. Come on, man. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And I felt bad. I I did a, a TikTok about a TikTok influencer, which is kind of interesting. But, um, and I'd never heard of her before, Ellie, somebody or other. And um, she's got like 10 million followers. One of these, you know, pretty little girls that has a little dance here and there. Uh-huh. Um, and then they got all sorts of following. She goes on there and she's like, she's like, like giving Saki talking points. It's a very strange thing. So I did a TikTok about it. She's like, you know, inflation is four times, four, four times decades higher than we've seen. Okay, I mean, maybe uh, I missed it, but what does that mean? Four, four times decades higher. Four times decade? I, uh-huh. I don't She's, and she's like emphatic about it. It's four times uh-huh. high, decades higher than it's ever been. <laughs> I don't know what that means. I, I think she meant it's higher than it's been in four decades. But probably. I don't think like she meant four she times said, decades higher. Uh, I'm just going to put it out there yeah, and say that's probably not what she it. meant. And, and, and I actually feel bad for her because, you know, you get invited to the White House, you go with bells on. I told you this when Obama was in office. If he would have invited me, I would have gone. If Biden invites me, I'll go. He's not going to. 
Trump, Trump did invite me. I went, interviewed him. It was fine. Um, so you're excited to go. But my advice to her or any other TikTok influencer or whatever you are, um, if you get invited, go there, get the tour, say hello, take a picture with the president, and get the hell out. Don't let them tell you what to say in your TikTok. Yeah. Come on, man. Now, are, did they hire her to do this? or I don't think so. I think they brought all the influencers there and... And said, here's here's what we the message we'd like to get across. And let me give you the okay. reasons why gas prices are higher. And they lied to her. And what does she know? She's a little dancer on TikTok. She doesn't know mm-hmm. from the economy, from what I can tell. I mean, you wouldn't think it's four times decades higher, I would think. No, yeah. Mm-mm. Go out on a limb and say that. So we've got that for you, which is very odd to me. We've got a guy leaving the, uh, as the national archivist. Some would say archivist. And, and he's made it clear who should be hired in his place. And uh, we've got AOC lying about gas prices. And we've got all sorts of garbage today. But mm-hmm. I kind of want to start with the with the CNN um, person. I kind of want to start with that because I find that to be kind of discu- kind of disgusting. I sent this to you a little while ago. Yeah, you okay. got a CNN analyst who is somehow reveling in the death of a Fox News photographer. I mean, maybe I'm reading it wrong. F- fill me in on this. Yeah, this is from the Independent Journal Review. A CNN analyst is facing backlash for a tweet she sent about Pierre Zakrzewski, a Fox News cameraman who died while covering the war in Ukraine. Susan Glasser, a CNN global affairs analyst and staff writer for The New Yorker, tweeted, What a tragedy. A cameraman died covering the war for a TV network that airs a pro-Putin pro propagandist as its top-rated primetime host. So grateful for the heroic work that Pierre and all the journalists, Ukrainian and foreign, have been doing, risking their lives to show us the horror of this war. Makes the years of lies and propaganda so much harder to take, and there are truly deadly consequences, she added. And of course, her comments did not go well over Twitter. Uh, Todd Starr saying, ma'am, I know this may be difficult, but perhaps you could show some class, and in the words of Medea, I put the shut to the up. Others, they can't help themselves, and the reason is that their ideology is their religion. And one more, Harmeet Dillon, what a trash thing to say, downright evil. Some thoughts should remain unexpressed. I mean, why do you say that? You know, I, I, I just don't understand why you say it. Um, I would like to understand because I want to, listen, even with people that I disagree with, I want to have an understanding of where they're coming from. There is no valid reason to take this guy's death to attack Tucker Carlson. That doesn't make any sense. It, it just—it's just stupid. It should be—it should be beneath somebody who has the stature of a national platform. It should be. And I feel like it's minimizing his death. Don't right. do that. Do not do that. No. And, and I'm just gonna—I'm gonna show it to the people who are watching. I'm gonna pull her tweet up again, and it's still there. Hmm. It's still there. I mean, she—she's had time to take it down. She hasn't. Um, and, and it just, it's, it's confusing as to why she thinks this is okay. Susan Glasser, what a tragedy. A cameraman died covering the war for a TV network that airs a pro-Putin propagandist as its top-rated primetime host. Tucker Carlson is their top-rated primetime host. That's who she's talking about. I mean... So grateful for the heroic work that Pierre and all the journalists, Ukrainian and foreign, have been doing, risking their lives to show us the horror of this war, makes the years of lies and propaganda so much harder to take. There are truly deadly consequences. So, Carrie, I could be reading that wrong, but her follow-up tweet appears to be appears to me to mean that because of what she's calling Fox's propaganda, that's why he's dead. 
That's what it sounds like, yes. I mean, she literally says, makes the years of lies and propaganda so much harder to take, there are truly deadly consequences yes. to the to the propaganda, to the lies, I guess. So she doesn't outline the lies. She doesn't call out Tucker Carlson on the facts. Not that that would be appropriate in a eulogy. If you want to eulogize the guy, you say, hey, listen, this is horrible. And by the way, I've worked with some incredible photographers. And these people don't get to have their faces on the camera. So... As I'm out there with my little makeup on and my hair all did, um, they're the ones who are lugging this around in the rain and the snow and the whatever, and the mud and everything else, trying to get the good shot and the good story. Do they go back and generally speaking edit it? Although, you know, uh, many, many the the people who are out there shooting the uh, the footage, the reporters are doing their own editing too. Uh, in fact, in in a lot of places, there's a one man band, which means you actually shoot it and you're the reporter. When I was working in television news, I had a, I had a photographer, and he or she was great generally speaking, and they did the grunt work and never got the credit. It's not like it was, a, here's Joe Paggs with the story, and then I say, photojournalist, you know, Carrie Lockie and I, no, no, we never even mentioned them. It was kind of thankless. They got paid less than us. They were more creative than us, generally speaking, and were very, very good at the job and had to put themselves in harm's way while holding a big piece of equipment. So why she would even think this was appropriate? I just fear that people go through Twitter, and look, I do this, I go through Twitter, and I look at stuff that I want to comment on, and I'll grab some, and, and I'll do a talk on it, or I'll do a response on Twitter, or I'll do something on Getter or Truth or whatever. But it, it generally speaking, I've never, ever reveled in somebody's death. Maybe Soleimani, you know, maybe Baghdadi, really, really bad people that killed millions of people. This is a photographer who probably had a family who now will never see him again, and she thought she'd make some Twitter hay out of it? Really? You know, it's just, it's just kind of sick. You know what I mean, Carrie? But it's just, it's I inhuman or it's agree. inhumane. Yes, it is. Yes, yes. You know, because I, I don't know what she hoped to gain other than like the big libs on Twitter saying, yeah, Susan, you tell them. And, and look, I've watched oh, Tucker Carlson's, I, I don't DVR it, but like late, late at night, it's generally speaking in my YouTube feed, I'll check it out and I'll watch his monologues. And his monologues about Russia have not been pro-Putin at all. In fact, he has said he's a horrible guy, wish that he didn't exist, whatever. But he has outlined the fact that there are some war hawks in Washington who want a war with Russia. And what's wrong with highlighting that? If you don't get in line with what CNN or Susan Glasser have to say, then you're out. And if a photographer dies, I'll blame you for it. And it just makes me sick. And I wonder, I mean, honestly, I really it's a real question. Why does anybody still watch a network like that? We know the Cuomo stuff. We know the, the idiot uh, who was running the joint, Zucker, had to be kicked out. We know the, all the backroom crap that's been going on there. Don Lemon stands accused of sexually assaulting a man at a bar. I mean, you got all sorts of stuff here. And people are still tuning in. And this person, Susan Glasser, probably thinks CNN still matters. It, didn't, during the, it did during the Iraq war. It's about it. CNN hasn't mattered in a long time. But for some reason, she still thinks that she's on the high road. And you can go and see the typical libs over on Twitter and other social media every day doing the same garbage, just attacking like crazy. I'll give you another example. Did I send you the Lauren Boebert one? Uh, yes, you did. This is another example. Tell the people this one. And again, miss the point completely and just attack her because it looks like she made a mistake. Go ahead. 
Yeah, from Mediaite, Representative Lauren Boebert sparked a quick and furious backlash on Twitter after she flubbed the rank of a soldier who died in Afghanistan. Uh, Boebert recorded a video in which she shared the letter from a mother who thanked her for shouting 13 during President Joe Biden's State of the Union address earlier this month. After I spoke up for 13 fallen military heroes at the State of the Union address, a few of their parents reached out to thank me for recognizing them. Boebert captioned the tweet on Tuesday. One of the parents encouraged me to share her message. Here it is, she added. I thought the heroic members of our military deserve to be recognized. Boebert says in a clip of why she interrupted Biden, who was discussing the cancer that killed his son, who was also a veteran. Two things happened after, but only one was really reported, she continued. Uh, Hello, Mrs. Boebert, she said, reading from a piece of paper. I am Shanna Chapel, the mother of Lieutenant Corporal Kareem Nakui, who was he was one of the 13 killed in Kabul. According to Boebert, Chapel went on to say, I was so happy to hear someone in your position thought about our 13 kids at that very moment. Chappell's been a vocal critic of President Biden since losing her son in Afghanistan. Critics were quick to pounce on Boebert as Lieutenant Corporal is not a rank in the U.S. military. Kareem Nakui had the rank of Marine Lance Corporal. Fred Wellman noted she is so passionate about these poor troops she doesn't even know the most basic ranks. No, there is no such thing as a bleeping Lieutenant Corporal. He was a Marine Lance Corporal. I mean, I, I, am I missing it? This just stupid. Could have been Lieutenant Colonel. Could have been Lance Corporal. She said Lieutenant Corporal. She made a mistake. It turns out Lauren Bulbert is human. It turns out as she's reading a real letter from a real mother who lost a real person because of Joe Biden's disgusting botched leave of Afghanistan. And the left doesn't say, you know, man, I, I feel bad for her loss. I disagree with her. I think Biden's doing a good job. No, no. Instead... They attack Bobert because she makes a human mistake. I mean, it just, it reminds me of, you know, he without sin cast the first stone. It just, none of these people are perfect. First of all, a lot of them are trolls or just bots. But none of these people on social media are perfect. As much as I talk for a living and I do a really good job 99.9% of the time, I'm not perfect either. I'm going to make a mistake. Carrie barely ever makes a mistake, but she's already in vacation mode, so she flubbed a word earlier. And I didn't call her out for it. She's really, just really, really just was lost. It was like, that's what the word sounded like. What a screw up that was. But (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to miss you, Carrie. But but Uh what I'm I'm saying is, I mean, generally speaking, we do our best to be our best at all times, to get it right at all times. And I'm not just talking about Carrie and me. I'm also talking about everybody out there in social media. And Twitter is one of those things. You can't even edit it on Twitter. If you make a mistake, you have to delete the tweet and then put a new one up that doesn't have the mistake. So we all make mistakes. We're all imperfect. If you find the perfect person, let me know. I will interview him or her. Nobody's been perfect since Jesus. That's that's it. And if you disagree with that, well, then you're probably more arrogant than you think. At the end of the day, she makes a simple mistake, and then you purposely lose the, the meaning of a mother who's mourning her child who was killed needlessly by a bad decision by the guy, the people attacking her voted for. And that's what they're trying to hide here. 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247, JoePags.com. We become an uncivil society in many ways. An uncivil society in a lot of ways. On social media, through the actual big media, attacking people for no reason, as if you're somehow perfect. And then it's just accepted because, well, you're on my side, so that's okay. You know, I remember calling out Trump for that locker room talk with Billy Bush. 
and I'm a huge Trump supporter. Trump himself admitted it was stupid. He apologized. He thought it was a conversation between two guys, like locker room talk. And I said, it's not okay that he said that. And he said, it's not okay that he said that. You know, why can't we own up to our mistakes anymore? Why can't we own up to the fact that, okay, Lauren Boebert's a, a normal human being. She meant Lance Corporal. Now, if I want to, I can attack her support for Trump or uh, I can back Biden. But why would you make an issue out of her making that one simple mistake? I mean, Karen, am I missing something here? Uh, no, you aren't. Don't understand it. But that's also why I, I can't stand Twitter. I can't. This is part of why it's such a cesspool over there. It's a like cesspool. It. It's a, it's a bastion of negativity. It's mm-hmm. horrible. And they don't let you get any engagement if you don't get in line anyway. 888-941-PAGS, JoePags.com. We're coming right back with your thoughts. Stay here. This is the Joe Pags Show. Glad to have you. Thanks a lot. Appreciate you stopping by. Tons going on. The Joe Pag Show for your Tuesday. 888-941-PAGS. 888-941-7247. JoePags.com. Attacking Lauren Boebert for saying uh, Lance Corporal. No, she didn't say Lance. She said Lieutenant Corporal, and it really was Lance Corporal. And uh, that's just dumb because they're trying to bury the lead, as we would say in the business. They're burying the lead. In other words, they're not saying the most important part of it, which is one of these gold star moms is not very happy with Joe Biden, and thank Lauren Boebert for shouting out about the 13 who died. That's the important part of the story. You want to attack her, attack her message, not the one human mistake that she made. And also, um, on Twitter, you've got this so-called analyst over on CNN, Susan Glasser. I never heard of her before. Uh, She said something stupid about the photographer from Fox that was killed and called Tucker Carlson a propagandist or something stupid. Um, Again, she hasn't taken it down. She hasn't apologized as far as I can tell. But, I mean, why would you? Look, if you work for a network where you got the one guy who's the legal analyst who's just, you know, uh, I don't even know how to describe it, uh, pleasuring himself on live camera, and he's still back working, and you have the other guy, you know, Cuomo, who they just kept on carrying with very low ratings because he had dirt on everybody, Zucker, who's having all sorts of incendiary relationships in the office that he's not supposed to be having. And, and so why would she worry? I mean, what she said is nothing compared to what CNN you know, allows to happen. So I, I almost understand it, not apologizing, but if you were a nice person, you never would have said it to begin with. 888-941-PAGS, JoePags.com. Um, call in right now. We'll take your phone calls in a second. Let me remind you about Newsmax. President Trump's big rally happened this past Saturday. Hopefully you checked it out. I watched it on Newsmax. It was in South Carolina. Newsmax is the only major news network covering the rally live. I watch Newsmax all the time. They've got great hosts like Grant Stinchfield, Greg Kelly, Rob Schmidt, Eric Bowling, Jen Pellegrino. Sean Spicer, and a whole lot more. Millions are tuning in to Newsmax. Even President Trump says Newsmax is really good. With so much happening in Ukraine, the danger of a global war under Biden, and those exploding oil prices, you're going to need to join Newsmax's Trump list to get the rally information, plus more about Trump and Biden. Is he going to run? Is he not going to run? He's been hinting to it for a long time. We've interviewed him several times since he left office, and uh, every time he says, you're going to be very happy, going to be fantastic, it's going to be terrific, going to be the best uh, thing ever, but I can't say yet. 
So join that list. You text the word WORK, W-O-R-K, to 39747. WORK to 39747. And be among the first to know when Trump makes his big announcement about 2024. Again, text WORK to 39747. I made the switch to Newsmax a long time ago. Start watching it today. All right, 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247. And by the way, if you're going to call it and say, hey, just ignore them. Just ignore the social media. Why worry about that? Because I think that, I think it's important to expose people who a lie, b who are twisting things to their own political benefit, or c just trying to build a following. I think that's important because yes, only twenty percent or something uh, are on Twitter. I get that. I understand that. Many of you are not on Twitter. You'll never be on Twitter. I understand that. But unfortunately, the twenty-four hour news cycle seems to revolve around what what tweets are being made, and if you watch. Any of these news networks, you're going to see them talking about tweets. In fact, I was a guest on a show. They brought up one of my tweets. So um, it does make an impact even if you're not on there. And I don't think this is okay. In a civil society, we don't treat each other like that. 888-941-PAGS, JoePags.com. Coming right back. You're listening to Joe Pags. Hi, great to have you. Thanks. Appreciate you stopping by the Joe Pags Show. 888-941-PAGS. 888-941-7247. Or go to J-O-E-P-A-G-S.com. Check out the lead story every day over there on the website. We've got a great staff of writers now who are writing these things. Also, we post on my, my interviews that we do. Um, also, the parodies that we do are going to be over there. All the social media links are there as well, and more and more people are, are getting on Truth Social now. And it's interesting because even if you had a waiting list of like 200,000, suddenly you're on. So, so pay attention to that. You might be let on sooner than you think. Once you get on there, find me at J-O-E-P-A-G-S, at Joe Pags. Same thing on Parlor at Joe Pags. Same thing on MeWe at Joe Pags. Same thing on Gab at Joe Pags. Um, other ones are all Joe Talk Show, whether it be Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Getter, that's all going to be Joe Talk Show. And on TikTok, it's Joe Pags that's growing like crazy. We'll probably get up to 50,000 on, on TikTok this weekend, I think. We're going very, very quickly on TikTok. And again, I don't want to hear any crap about it. CCP owns it. I know. I know. I went in there knowing that. But so far, what I'm saying is getting engagement. What I'm saying is, is going viral. I had, I had one that hit 100,000 views yesterday. So... Never got any engagement from these American-owned companies. So I'm going to go there and do this, knowing full well that they're collecting my data. The only data I give them is what I post and my, my phone number and my email address. So go and check out the social media wherever you happen to be and go sign up for the, uh, for the newsletter as well. Scroll down and uh, click on contact to send me an email. I know a lot of people who listen to The weekend are listening right now because I've told you to go to the website and listen live through iHeart or, or watch live through Twitch. Appreciate you. Welcome you to the program as well. All right, got to talk about this, this whole idea that in this country somehow we're supposed to only hire people who are not white men. This is the place where we are. You can't hire a white man. And in some instances, like the Supreme Court justice opening, you can't hire a white woman or an Hispanic woman or an American Indian woman or an Asian woman. It has to be a black woman. This is, and for some reason, there is a percentage, some of you who might be listening, who think this is somehow okay, it's okay. Well, now you've got the National Archivist, who I've never even, are we saying archivist or archivist? Do we know? I would say archivist, but 
I honestly don't know. I don't think I've ever said the word archivist or archivist. Who knows? So say it however you want. Just don't say it like propagandist. But what I'm saying is, what? What's the matter? Why are you breathing like that? You okay? exceptionally rude today. Well, why don't you take the rest of the week off then? How about that? I How about think that? I will, actually. Yeah. <laughs> why don't you do that? I think I will. A little bit of spring break. Yeah, I got to get a spring break. Um, so uh, this, this person is a white guy, uh, Italian last name, and he's sick of it, and he's sick of the white men. And he's leaving the job and has decided to tell Joe Biden what to do. What do you have? From the blaze, retiring U.S. National Archivist David Ferriero allegedly gave the Biden administration some strict instruction in recent weeks on what type of person should be nominated to replace him, only it had nothing to do with qualifications. Instead, the outgoing archivist told administration officials his primary concern is that the new archivist fit a certain demographic, namely not white and male. That's advice I've given to the White House already that you better not hire another white male. We've had 10 white males, Ferriero said during an interview during the National Archives annual Sunshine Week event. Moments before the moderator, David Rubenstein, had pointed out there has never been a female National Archivist. Later in the interview, when asked why he was retiring, given that there is no fixed term for the National Archivist post, Ferriero made it clear he wanted the Biden administration and to be the administration that replaces me. Uh, Access was the first to report on Ferriero's remarks. The former director of New York Public Libraries, Ferriero served 12 years as the National Archivist prior to announcing his retirement. And he goes on to talk about BIPOC. He goes on to say that it was a bunch of rich men that founded the country um, and a bunch of rich white men that founded the country. He went on to say that the National Archives, after doing some sort of racial sensitivity review, um, the National Archives are somehow racist. Something wrong with this guy. Something wrong with this guy. Let me see if I can clear this up. And, and parents, if you've got kids anywhere near where they can watch un- Uncle Pagsy right now, get them toward the, um, the camera or the, the device or make them listen to the radio. So I, it's truly time that we just said something that is common sense, that is direct, and that is 100% correct. In, in this country... We have a history that includes some very racist things. We've worked harder than any country on the planet to make sure that we get rid of that. The amount of racism in this country today is the lowest it's ever been, although there's a push by the left to increase the amount of racism. And here's what I mean. When you've got a job like a Supreme Court justice that does not have any indication of which gender or which race or ethnicity you need to be to do the job, then that job should be available to anybody who's qualified. Any job in America should be available to anybody who's qualified and I'll even take out jobs that, generally speaking, have a physical or gender sensibility. Like, what was her name? Annika um, Sandstrom, something like that. Annika something. She was a a golfer, a, a ladies golfer, women's golfer. And she was so good that she competed in a couple of men's tournaments. She didn't do very well. She did it horribly. But she qualified. She did whatever it took to qualify to be in the men's tournament. And she played and didn't get it done. So generally speaking, men's sports are for men and women's sports are for women. That's the only real exception here. Other than that, any job in this country cannot by law disqualify you on your race, your ethnicity, your background, or your gender. It can't. Now, some jobs are very are very smart in how they do it. 
if it's a warehouse job where you've got to pick up heavy stuff, it'll say on the job application, are you physically able to pick up 50 pounds? Are you able to pick up 30 pounds? It doesn't say, hey, little woman. Hey, big guy. No, it just says, are you able to? And they're allowed to make those stipulations when it comes to hiring people. If you can't lift 50 pounds, you can't do this job. Here's why. We lift 50 pounds all day or 30 pounds or 10 pounds or whatever. Can you wear masks all day? Can you wear gloves all day? Can you wear a hat all day? Can you wear pants? Whatever the qualification is, it can't have to do with gender, race, or ethnicity. But for some reason, the current occupant of the White House thinks that it's appropriate and somehow legal, it's not, to say the next Supreme Court justice must be a black woman. Now, you could have nominated a black woman and not said that he's only looking at black women for the job, and that still would have been wrong if that was his mindset, but if he doesn't tell us, we don't know that. And he picks somebody he thinks is qualified, happens to be a black woman. When it comes to this job, the archivist or archivist, whatever the hell we're saying, there is no stipulation or there is no qualification on race, gender, or ethnicity. None. And this guy can say that because he's stupid. The guy who's leaving, this Ferrero guy, whatever his name is. This guy can say that. But if Biden comes out and says, I'm going to go ahead and select somebody who's not a white male. Now you're, you're full-on endorsing as a government. Further endorsing as a government. Racism and discrimination. He's already endorsing it with the announcement about the black woman that he was going to nominate for the Supreme Court. He's already doing it. But to continue down this path just boggles my mind. And the fact not that they're doing it because Joe Biden's always been a racist in some form or fashion. This guy, Fierro, whatever his name is, he obviously is an idiot. You can be an idiot and you can be a racist in this country, to be honest with you. I hate it, but you can be. It's a free, it's a free country. But you're now the representative of the government. You're the president of the United States. You're the leader of the free world. And you're the one out there setting the pace by saying it's perfectly fine to say it can't be this gender, it can't be that race, it can't be that ethnicity. He's saying this is okay. This is normal. This is all American now. And thus, we see idiots on college campuses saying this is BIPOC-only housing or this is no white people allowed in this thing. Or you can say you're a woman even if you're a man and go swim against other women. I mean, this is bizarro world and we must, people wonder, why do you talk about train stuff? Why do you talk about race stuff so much? Because I want to fix the wrongs. I want to make sure that common sense, logic, rationale, and reason are actually being used when it comes to things like this. It's not that difficult to understand that you're being a racist, whether it's against black people or against white people, against Hispanics, against Asians. It doesn't matter who you're doing it against. And actually, I'll take Hispanic out of that. Hispanic is not a race. It's a, an ethnicity along with either being white or black or somewhere in between. You can be Hispanic and be a, a, a native Indian. You can be Hispanic and be white. You can be Hispanic and be black. So that's not really a, a race. But if you're discriminating against that ethnicity, Hispanic ethnicity, that's a problem too in this country. So at the end of the day, we have to stop this. And the way you stop it is you speak up every time you see it. When somebody says something stupid, racist, ethnocentric, whatever, stand up every time. And if their response is, there are a bunch of rich white guys that founded the country, call them on that BS. There weren't a bunch of rich guys that founded the country. In fact, after they signed the Declaration of Independence, most of these white men, if you go through and check out their history, ended up destitute or dead because they took a stand against George III. Don't let people lie about our history. They weren't a bunch of rich elitists that founded this country, not even a little bit. There were a bunch of people who were courageous enough to stand up against tyranny and fascism and fight for the freedoms and liberties you and I enjoy.
888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247, JoePags.com. Definitely want to hear from you on this. If you think it's okay to say it's got to be this color, this race, this ethnicity, this background, this gender, fill me in. I'd love to have that discussion. 888-941-7247. Stay right here. Joe Pags. Hi, great to have you. Thanks a lot for stopping by. Legislation to keep daylight saving time all the time. Did a talk on that. If you're on TikTok, at Joe Pags, at J-O-E-P-A-G-S. That one's starting to go a little bit nuts. We'll talk about that next hour. Uh, also got to get into oil and gas. What are the real reasons why oil and gas prices are so high? What's really going on? The Biden administration is lying about it. I've got Rick Perry on, the former energy secretary, also the former governor of the great state of Texas. He'll be on to talk about that. Do not miss that interview. He gives us a lot of really great answers to questions that you have and questions that you're not getting a straight answer from the administration about. Let me tell you about Omaha Steaks. I give you straight answer about this. It's great. Omaha steaks absolutely are wonderful. And uh, when you get this great, it's a cooler that shows up at your front doorstep with just jam packed with meats and desserts and sides and all sorts of stuff. Your family is going to be very, very happy. Everybody gets a little bit, a little bit excited when we see that cooler show up. Go to omahasteaks.com, enter keyword PAGS, P-A-G-S, in the search bar, click on search, order the Omaha Steaks sampler today, save over 50%, plus you get 12 Omaha Steaks burgers free with that order. This package has it all from the butcher cut filet mignons to the caramel apple tartlets. They're amazing every single time. I always go right for the filet mignons. But the pork chops rock and those jumbo franks are great too. There's no, there is one reason why Omaha Steaks has been the leader of gourmet steaks and food since 1917. No one, I mean no one, comes even close to matching the flavor, tenderness, and value of Omaha Steaks. Visit omahasteaks.com, keyword PAGS in the search bar. Take advantage of this exclusive package right now. 100% satisfaction guaranteed. omahasteaks.com, keyword PAGS. Make that happen right this moment. No, no, I'm serious. Go do it. 888-941-PAGS, JoePags.com. Back to the phone lines. Let me say hello to Justin in Missouri. Justin, what's going on? Hi. Yeah, I just, you know, united we stand, divided we fall, you know, and we wake up as a country and realize what's going on. Third-party interests are trying to weaken our culture, and they're doing that through balkanization by using information as a weapon system to divide us so they can conquer us. It's a malice strategy. We need to wake up and realize what unites us rather than what makes us divided. I'm with you, Justin. We agree. They're absolutely trying to separate us. They're trying to make sure that we're in our own little groups. All right, BIPOC, whatever that is over here, and Whitey over here, men over there, women over there, women who used to be men or men who used to be women, go over there. And and they're separating us. If you don't like that or you say something against a member of that group, I'll give you an example. The swimmer, Leah Thomas, is a male saying he's female, swimming against females. Because I've said it's unfair that this male competes against the females, and he's just completely wiping the, the, the pool with these people. He's just, just killing these people in the pool. So if I say that, I now am attacking all transgenders. You follow? Or Rachel Levine, who used to be some guy Levine, who is, you know, some admiral of something in the government now has been named like one of the women of the year or something by some magazine or some crap 
this is a guy or a biological male who has decided to live as a female, which I'm fine with. If you want to do that, do that. If you're an adult, God bless you. But now we're rewarding this person for being one of the first females to something and one of the first female or part of some female list of women of the year, which doesn't make any sense. So if I say that doesn't make any sense, I'm attacking all transgenders. That's that's decidedly stupid. Pete Buttigieg is a horrible transportation secretary. He was a horrible mayor of South Bend, Indiana. If I say that, I'm attacking all gay people. Which, of course, my attack has nothing to do with his gayness. Which, by the way, you do have to mention every time you mention Pete Buttigieg's name. But at some point, we have to stop that separation think that equals group think in the individual groups that are separated and just tell the truth. Pete Buttigieg is horrible at his job. Here are the reasons why. Leah Thomas shouldn't be swimming against women. Here are the reasons why. And then you take that, and if you disagree, let's have that conversation. But if you're disagreeing by saying, well, you're attacking this group that person's a part of, or whatever intersectionality that person has, you're going to lose every time. Now, in this society, it'll look like you're winning, even if you're losing. And that's not how you solve a problem. And it's not how you, how you talk to, you know, to another human being. 888-941-PAGS, JoePags.com. Let me go back to the phone lines and uh, let me say, say hello to Paul, who's in Texas. Paul, what's going on? Hi. Hello. Hey, boy, you know, I really love what Justin said and uh, and, and what you just said. Really love the Joe Pag show. Thank you. I have to say kind of ties in with that and builds on it. Uh, I um, Well, I mean, I just love what everybody said, I guess, today. But I've got to say that I really, I really appreciate what Lauren Goldberg did. I don't normally like, you know, breaking decorum and those official settings and stuff, but Democrats have done it, and we kind of have to show that, you know, that we'll stand up and that that we'll make a stand and we'll fight back and won't go down quietly. And uh, so I, I, I just really appreciate that. And as far as these things that divide us, there's kind of a, I think another way to describe these people whose agenda to do that is that there are a group of people, and this is, takes wisdom to know, that that continuously and constantly learn but never understand or seek to understand, who constantly learn but don't acknowledge the truth, which is what we're dealing with. It happens with race, with uh, a lot of the principles and ideas with critical race theory. It comes with the environment. It comes exactly with this person who thinks they're a genius for criticizing what Lauren Boebert said, but letting the, the point sail over their head. God bless her for mentioning those dead people's uh, names and that they should be brought up. And uh, so I, I just think that that wisdom, I think it provides real insight of, about what we're dealing with. People who continuously learn but never acknowledge the truth. And what is the source of that that wisdom? Paul, I appreciate that. You know, I, I think you might be using the wrong word because, they're, well, I mean, I guess learn is right, but they're learning it the wrong way or they're learning something that's false. So maybe that's what you mean. Uh, academia is certainly filling them up with with lies in their heads and teaching them about how horrible the founders were and so on. Um, so I guess they're learning, but they're not learning truth. They're not learning facts. When I when I think about learning, uh, Carrie, maybe I'm wrong here, but when I think about learning, I think about learning truth and learn facts, and then you're tested right. on the truth and the facts. Yeah, so learning sense. Yeah, so learning things that aren't true. I don't know that I call that. I think people who are constantly indoctrinated aren't learning the truth. Maybe that's a better way to say it, but I do appreciate the phone call. 888-941-PAGS, JoePags.com. We're going to talk a lot about gas prices, the oil industry, the lies from, from the, um, the Biden camp, 
And we'll have Rick Perry on next hour. Stay right here. Joe Pags.